Hey, Jim. Yeah. What's your favorite way to decide if you should do something or not? I usually stay up all night pacing back and forth and make a pro and con list and think about it too much and cry until finally the decision is made for me. I wish there was an easier way. Now there is. What? <laughs> Did you know that there's an ancient method of deciding simply by flipping a coin? What? I know. I had no idea. How does it work? It turns out you can designate each side to have a yes and then the other to have a no. Ask your questions, flip it, and let fate decide. Wow. On this episode of Knit a Spell, we're going to learn a new and improved way of deciding yes to no questions. The coin flip. Light from Lantern presents Knit a Spell. I'm magical maker, Katie Rempe. And I'm the maker of magic, James Devine. Join us as we stitch together the symbiotic relationship between crafting and the craft. The best thing about a coin flip is it will help you decide what you really want. Even if you don't do what the coin says, if you're like, no, guess what? You just found your answer. You know what? My daughter used to do this. She would make me hold the thing in my hand and then make her pick. And then Uh. she would pick one. And whichever one she got, then it would make her decide, oh, is that the one I really wanted or did I really want the other one? I love that you are totally keyed into that because if I flip the coin and then that's my choice and I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm stuck with it, am I happy about that or not? And it helps me discern a lot better. That's brilliant. Or like you said, it helps you let go with wild abandon, which we'll talk about later in how I'm going to use them (laughs) when I go to Vegas to decide which slot should I play and which slot should I go away from? Yeah, play or go away. All right, let's talk about coins. So this whole episode is how to use coins for luck. Are there certain coins that are lucky? I know that in United States currency, a lot of people talk about coins that are made out of pure silver, but the coins that are currently in currency now are not silver. But if you find an old mercury dime, Those are often used for magic. But what are lucky coins? Have you researched that? Yes. One that I thought of right away was if you're ever walking down the street and suddenly you look down, oh, there's a penny looking at you. I don't know about you, but what I think is find a penny, pick it up all day long, you'll have good luck. Where did this start? I don't know, but that's where always my mind goes. You're like totally a poet. Where it started, I don't know, but... There you go. (laughs) So what if it's heads down? What if it's the tail? Does it have to be heads up to pick it up? Oh, I don't know. Does it? I thought it had to be only if a penny is heads up looking at you. You even said if it's looking at you, which you didn't realize. But what if it's... I never thought about that deep. What if the penny is tails up? Then you leave it alone. Okay. Yes. I I like this. I want to know from people listening, what's lucky? Do you pick up any penny or only the penny that's heads up? What about other coins? They ran experiments in New York City where if there's a penny on the ground, pennies have a little bit of superstition. Will people bend down to pick up a nickel or a dime or a quarter? People won't pick up nickels. It's not worth it. What? 
it has to be a more valuable coin these days because people just don't care enough. Oh my gosh. It cost at least 10 cents for me to stop and bend over to pick this up. Yeah. I'm sorry. How dare well, you? <laughs> apparently it costs at least 10 cents to mint a penny. Whoa. This is why they want to do away with pennies. And of course, there are coins that are actually made for this purpose. Yes, one such coin we may have alluded to in last week's episode, which was the Billiken coin that we got from Madame Pomito over at Parlor of Wonders that you see here. Ooh. Is that the Billiken? It's him, them, it, that is it. What does it say on it? Oh. Oops. Whoops. It says, the God of things as they ought to be. And then the back, it says, this is your good luck piece. And basically what this spiel says is that if you put this on top of the project that you want good luck for before you start it, that gives you the luck. If you wanted to use it for any sort of divination or your yes or no, all you then have to decide is which side do you want to be the yes versus the no, because I feel like that's always just your call, unless it obviously yeah. says yes and no. <laughs> I think the Bilkin is yes, and the word side is no. That's what I so, felt too. So am I going to Vegas with you? Let's see what happens. Oh, here we am go, Am I going to go to Vegas with you? <sighs> no pressure. Maybe not. <laughs> no, I don't currently have plans to go to Vegas with you. Oh, and Bilkin says, nope, Jim mm. is not going to Vegas with you. That's true. You're, you're going by yourself. <laughs> you're going with other people, but not with me. That's a good point. We'll be there in spirit or via the podcast. This is cute. I've seen some that say yes or no, and I've seen others that have tarot card mm. sort of images on them. This is a really cute one. And I was very impressed with the size of it and how vintage feeling it was. And then my friends over at Billy and Boss sent me a, another option to use for my coin flipping. <laughs> and Jim, let me tell you, when I pulled this out of the box, I was like, oh, that is weighty. Yes. <laughs> That's huge. Does it hurt your thumb to flip it? It doesn't hurt, but it definitely feels like it has a weighted answer. So I respect what this frog tells me to do. All right. So what is on there? What Tell us what that says. So What's the image? Billy and Ba is a knitting company, and thusly, it is a knitting-themed coin here, which on this side, there's a frog, and it says, frog it and fix it, meaning you should go back because maybe you just found an error in your knitting, making, whatever. You should go back and fix it. Versus the other side, which has a picture of knitting that you can see a little error a few rows down in right here, uh -huh. <laughs> which even just looking at it as a knitter makes me a little nuts. This side says, forget it. This is your no. Forget it. <laughs> I love this. So it's frog it or forget it. Frog it or forget it. Got it. That's yes. really cool. All right. Well, what question do you want to ask? Ah, I'm going to ask, because this has a frog on it, should I watch for symbols of frogs as my lucky charm while I am in Vegas? Okay. Right. Let's see. Ooh. Oh, that's the frog side. Frog it. Yes. If yes. there's a frog. You better play that slot or that game. Pay attention to the frogs. Hop frog on. 
That's very cute for knitters. And another way to flip a coin is actually to spin it on a table and see where it lands if you don't want to hurt your finger. Oh, smart. I never would have thought of that. So as a knitter, are you ever on the fence on whether to fix something? Is the coin actually a thing that could help you? I think yes, because much like we said earlier, it will help you discover really if you want to just take the time to go back and fix it. Most people, I would say, want to do it or wish they had. If you're not quite that person or you're like me, I know myself, I have to go back now that I know. This is a helpful tool. If you flip the coin and it said forget it, then you can just say, all right, I really did decide to forget it. I'm going to forget it. This is just the karma of the piece. It's part of the character of it. I'm done. That's it. Yep. Moveon.org. I'm curious. Do you think some coins are luckier than others? Do those coins that are made for that purpose feel luckier? Do you think a coin that is found on the ground that is heads up is luckier than a coin found on the ground that is tails up? like super subjective to each person, right? I mean, if I didn't even think to consider that up or down might be an issue, then that's not going to even be an issue for me. But I think, again, the more you think about it and put your personal spins on things, the more fun it can also be. Or is there a coin that you think is more inherently lucky? The coin I would bend over for every time is a quarter, at least for our American currency. That's the one I would go towards. What about you? Yeah. I had such an amazing experience with the five yen coin in Japan. Oh. That's always the coin that I think is the most lucky. And of course, in American currency, the mercury dime is oh, yes. so amazing. It's pure silver. It has the image of Mercury on the back, which is uh, the Greek Hermes. And that is such a magical deity that it's this Roman deity on our coin, which Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of American coins that have Roman or Greek deity on them. Silver brings the energy of the moon, a lunar quality. So I think that's a really cool, lucky coin. It can be used for a lot of magic. So that's me personally, but I'm curious what the listeners think. What is a lucky coin in the Canadian currency? A loony has a beautiful loon on the front that $1 Canadian coin is gold in color. If you pay for something in Canada with a $20 bill, you get a bunch of change back. Don't just jump that Mm. change in a tip jar because you might've just tipped someone $8. That's right. (laughs) I have done in the past and then realized I just gave them a bunch of loonies and toonies because it was just coins and I thought it was quarters, but they give you dollars and $2 back in coins in Canada. Yes. (laughs) I had a very similar experience when I was in Europe and everything was the Euro. And I kept wondering where the heck is all my money going? I have twenties and nothing. And that was because everything else smaller was coins and I just was not used to it. We're such big tippers. You'd made that person's day, whether you meant to or not. That's funny. You were mentioning you had a story about it, the go end. Why don't you oh, tell us about that? Yes, the go end. I had a friend of a friend who visited from Japan. He was a baseball coach and we became really good friends. And we were showing him all over Seattle and the Pacific Northwest. And one day he took me aside and he said, Jimison, this is for you. And he handed me a five yen coin, which is about five cents or so. It's a round coin with a square hole in the center. And Goen is five yen, but it is a homonym for another 
for two characters that are more complex characters that sound the same. And those mm. are a formal go and N, which is a casual term for like friendship or mm. like a casual relationship. When you give someone a go and coin, it's a symbol for be my good friend or you are my respected friend. And so I've kept that go and coin. And it's a really wonderful symbol of friendship. And I just have always cherished that. And I think about that coin and it turns out that is seen as a very lucky coin in Japanese culture and is used to bring luck and fortune because of its happy homonym between the five yen, mm. go en, and respected friendship and prosperity. So I think that's a really wonderful little story about the go en coin. That's really nice. Thank you for sharing that story. Why don't we go ahead and take a quick break and we'll be right back. Guess what, Spell fans? March Magic is coming to Patreon. Join us for five weeks of magical abundance as we explore fun challenges for you to join in and win prizes. Complete a challenge to be entered into that week's prize. Complete them all to be entered into the grand prize. A palm reading from Jim. To learn more, visit patreon.com forward slash light from lantern. For $13 a month, you'll have access to all of our previous post history, polls, interact with your fellow Spell fans, Plus, you get to hang out with Jim and I. We hope to see you there, and we'll see you next week. And we're back. How do we use coins for luck and divination purposes? How do you use them? For luck, like we said before we went to break, you can wear or bring with you a lucky coin. So if I had a mercury dime and I thought that was really lucky, mm -hmm. I might tuck it in my coin pocket and my jeans, or you might want to tuck it in a pocket or in your bra or something like that, mm -hmm. carry it with you because it's a coin that brings you luck or put it in your little bag that you might hang around your neck or something like that. If it's a Goen coin or in China, they have the Quan coins, the lucky coins with the characters on them that are symbolize money. You yes. can get three of those and tie them or put a string through them and wear that around your neck. So this is one of the ways to use it for luck. And maybe you want to anoint it with good luck oil or something like that. And you can bring that along with you. I was just thinking that exact thing. Yes, right. because then anything becomes the lucky coin, right? Or yes. lucky whatever yeah you might want to put your two coins that you had at the top of the show you were flipping put those through incense to purify them you can anoint them with oil around discernment or spirit guide oil or anything like that and then when you flip them they can maybe be helpful smart when i was in college i used to do the I Ching, which is i used three coins to create hexagrams which mm. is a series of six castings of three coins. And from that, I would make dots, whether it was a dash if it was heads and a dot if it was tails. And from that, I would create this hexagram. And then I would look in book. I think the book I was using was called the Book of Changes, but there are other books that tell you the meaning of each hexagram that you would cast. So this can get very enlightening and deep, but each of these hexagrams has a meaning to it. And you can look at the top hexagram and the bottom half of the hexagram, the right and the left side and the middle section. And it just becomes this really cool way of casting coins for divination. So that's another way to do it besides just the yes or no flip or spin a coin. 
Oh, that's fun. Have you ever well, used coins for divination? I only really even thought about that recently. Because <laughs> you know me, I like to make things really complicated. So I was like, oh, I would probably bring like dice. And then if it was even versus odd, that would have a meaning. And then if they were certain numbers, that would have more meaning. And I thought, wow, okay, I'm already making this as difficult as possible for myself. And Brienne was like, I would just flip a coin. And I was like, Oh, that. Yes, that. So but you've already created a whole casting bag full of bones from Cindy Toto. And right. You've got all kinds of little findings and you've got coins in there and dice and you're throwing it down in your thing. And I got print material coming from Canva that I've designed with instructions I've created because yeah. I just can't use the obvious thing right in front of me. When can we buy it? <laughs> <laughs> maybe later this year who knows okay. more enlightening in this whole fact was i thought well, how the heck did we even start this who started like heads or tails to begin with <laughs> did you look at some history from dr google i did yes yeah and via the u.s mint they have suggested that coin flips date back to the roman empire where it was originally known as heads or ships because of the coins they used one had a head one had a ship and thus heads or ships. What did they use heads or ships to decide? So probably a lot not of things. Probably not important things. No, no, certainly not like life or death situations in the case of Julius Caesar. Oh, Wait. should this person live or die? No, Wait, let's is this, decide. Is this sarcasm? Did they really do that? History implies that this could be the case. Was I there? No, but I have read it in multiple places. So people so. were deciding life and death situations with a coin flip. I mean, people probably still are, right, Jim? Oh my God, humans. Yeah. So. This is why I like dogs. Yeah. <laughs> For all of those who aren't basing perhaps major decisions on the coin flip, other people saw it for what we also like to do, which is an entertainment aspect. So maybe I'm not deciding life or death, but maybe we're just gambling on it. Okay, is this one going to be heads or tails? I'll take, I'll bet you on this or sure. whatever. So yeah. many games out there on coin flips if you want to go down that rabbit hole. Oh, sure. A football or a soccer game. Who gets the ball first? Oh, of course we flip a coin. That's right. Yeah. Sure. Very obvious one that I didn't even think of until I went down this rabbit hole. I I didn't think of it until right now. Some people, that seems like life and death. Yeah, right. Good point. And one example could have been life and death. In 1903, I read Orville and Wilbur Wright tossed a coin to decide who would fly in their first historic flight. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to win that one? Maybe. Like, was the winner the one in the plane or the one not in the plane? That I don't know. Lots of things have been decided in the coin flip, including hopefully what will be my winning slot machines and yes. other lucky happenings that I will decide through both of the coins that I'm going to bring with me, which are my frog it and forget it coin versus the Billiken coin. It'll also be fun because they're two different colors, two different materials. We'll see what happens. Testing your luck. Now, I want to know about that. Maybe I, you just need to pick one and go with it. Oh, okay. Since this one did claim my attention, the frog it or flip it coin, maybe the Billiken needs to go to a, like Brianna or Rob, who will be joining me on the trip. We'll flip to see which one it wants to go with, and we'll see whose coin is the luckiest. Yeah, and we'll just see <laughs> who makes out. Yeah, hopefully we'll That'll all make fun. out in the end. Yeah, because then yeah. whoever wins, you win.
That's right. Spread the luck around. I love all these sayings that we have about luck. Spread Mm. the luck around. Don't push your luck. It's a coin toss. Yeah. What is with that? That's That's cool. I just thought of these. Okay. The Chinese coins. So let's really talk about that. So like Lunar New Year, we Mm. often see this motif of these round coins with a square hole in the middle with these Chinese characters on them. So what did you find out about those? What did those mean? Looking up lucky coins, this is one of the top results. And it is the circle coin with the square hole cut out of it, which represents the heaven, which is the circle, and earth, which is the square, being one. And it's deemed especially auspicious. So it's used in a multitude of feng shui settings. So you can use them in like threes, six, nine, and they can be in all of these different shapes. Again, I've seen them in like long strips versus these more elaborate patterns with the red ribbons. I've seen them being held by the golden Buddha. So Mm. if you go into a Vietnamese restaurant or a Chinese restaurant, you sometimes see that golden Buddha who's nice and plump and he's sitting there with the spheres and the coins at his Mm. feet. And there are often those coins that are pictured as part of the sculpture. We'll see a ton of them in Vegas. So it will be interesting to see where they pop up and how they're being used. Sure. So what's your big coin strategy while you're in Vegas? How are you going to use coin magic? What are some of the ideas? I am going to use it to go up to slot machine. Is this one going to pay me? Should I stay or should I go? And I will flip it. And if it says stay, I'll stay and play. And if it says go, then I'll keep moving until I find one. Maybe I'll do $20 in each one or something and just see how it goes based on if it says I'm going to win or not. Yeah, so maybe you play both. So if you flip Mm. and, and it says yes, play the max and see what happens. And if you flip and it says don't play the max and see if you lose, because then it would validate, huh? Could be interesting. Mm, Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe only play if it says yes and follow that lucky streak along. Have a little faith. Maybe not test your luck. Maybe just believe your luck. Oh, I love that. We'll see if any other ideas pop in before, you know, now and then. If you're listening in and you're like, no, Katie, no, this (laughs) way. Let me know. Let her know. Guide us. And one of the best ways that you can interact with us where Katie and I will get your comments is on our Patreon. You can join our Patreon for just $13 a month and you will see all kinds of cool stuff that we'll post there. Stuff we don't post anywhere else. So check that out. I am so excited for your Vegas trip. Go to the Chandelier Bar. It's one of my favorite places. Done. It's it's like a multi-story chandelier. It's the biggest chandelier in the world. And you can have cocktails inside a chandelier. What? Uh, Uh, Yes, please. Hello, sparkles. I will take some sparkling wine in the sparkling place, please. It's amazing. Appreciate the heads up. Speaking Mm. of Patreon and sparkles, do we have a challenge in our Patreon? Yes. (laughs) What is it? So this week's challenge in our Patreon, we're doing a month of challenges. So every week we have a fun challenge for our listeners based on our episode that week. This week's challenge is tell us your lucky coin. 
comment in the post, which is related to this week's challenge to let us know what your lucky coin is, and you'll be entered for a chance to win this week's prize. What's this week's prize? This week's prize is a signed copy of the Empaths Oracle deck. You are going to love that deck. All about being an amazing empath. The artwork on that deck is beautiful. Stunning. Yeah, it is really inspiring. So make sure you enter before next week for your chance to win. And remember, if you enter all five, no matter if you win one of them, you will be entered to win our grand prize, which is a palm reading with Jim. You will love that. I can't wait to read someone's palm. That's going to be so fun. Me too. Appreciate you offering that to our subscribers. Always. And remember, it's open to our Knit a Spell level on Patreon and our Superfans combo. So if you also want to be in my Magical Making Circle, which takes Magical Making to a whole new level, even more than we do in Knit a Spell, I have an option for you there as well. You can learn more at patreon.com forward slash light from lantern. Katie, I don't know how to decide. Should I join the Knit a Spell level or the Making level? Maybe I should. Flip a coin. coin? (gasps) (laughs) Oh my God, we're nerds and I love it. (laughs) I'm a dork. This is awesome. I think you should keep listening next week. We have a very special guest next week, Pamela Unicorn. Mm. She will talk all about quantum money magic, quantum manifesting, all kinds of cool stuff. I think we might even talk about aliens yes it's a really amazing episode learn all about making abundance in your life as much money as you need and more it's going to be awesome so don't miss out tune in next week and we will see you then bye everybody bye-bye thanks for listening listening. if you enjoyed the show consider sharing it with a friend leaving a review on itunes and spotify or following knit a spell on instagram You can also subscribe to the Light From Lantern YouTube channel to enjoy full episodes of Knit a Spell and see our happy faces. You can also learn more about readings, classes, and events going on with your favorite maker of magic, James Devine, by visiting thedivinehand.com and subscribing to his newsletter. Then follow Jim's fun and interactive Instagram account at divinehandjim. Keep up with Katie, the magical maker, by subscribing to her newsletter at lightfromlantern.com. You'll receive a free knitting pattern as a thank you gift. Then follow Katie on Instagram at lightfromlantern for even more magical making tips. See you next next week. week.